So I just got done watching The Running Man from 1987, starring Arnold. I've seen that movie now <laughs> hundreds hundreds of times. Um, my plan of attack here is whether you've seen the movie before or if you've never seen the movie before, I'm hoping I can convince you to either rewatch it, like, hey, you know what? I haven't seen that in a long time. I'm going to rewatch The Running Man. Or, you know what? I've never seen that before. I'm going to check that out. Um, I'm hoping to do that. When when I used to watch, when I would watch this movie or similar movies in the 80s, when, when I was a kid, I didn't even, I didn't even follow the plot, like, <laughs> like at all. I just, I would, I would rent these movies and I would just watch them over and over again. And I would play with my G.I. Joes at the same time and just... Watch and watch and watch them, and I, I just, I just like the cool parts. I, you know, Arnold was a big muscular dude beating people up, and the Running Man had a cool soundtrack that I subconsciously really liked, and it just had cool parts. And <laughs> I liked movies with a lot of cool parts. Um, I also realized uh, this movie it's it's full of full of characters, and I really, I, I really like movies with a lot of characters. It's it's it's. You know, like GI Joe or pro wrestling. Like you know, th- this movie. There's the stalkers. There's there's a lot of characters, um, a lot of cool gimmicks to go along with this movie. Um, it's a really cool gimmick that it's based on a Stephen King novel. So it's just I don't know. I think it's really neat to have like Stephen King linked to an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Um, uh, when the movie starts, the opening credits. It's it, they look like a video game. It's really neat. Like it looks like a video game. A little dude comes running across. It says the running man. The running man is set in the future, uh, quote unquote, 2017. And uh, it's a post-apocalyptic world and the government rules with an iron fist. And the, there's a game show that is the most popular thing in the world called the running man, where they take fugitives and they put them on this game show to survive. And these stalkers go after him to kill him. And it's, 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 <laughs> It's it's pretty wild. <laughs> um, my my favorite gimmick of the movie is the heel. Uh, the bad guy is played by Richard Dawson. Basically, they got they got the original babyface host of the Family Feud to play the heel of this movie, where he basically plays himself. He plays a host of a game show, but he's off camera. He's a fucking terrible person. He's an asshole. And, and and Richard Dawson hosted Family Feud from 1976 to 1985. So now The Running Man comes out two years later. Richard Dawson just kills it and plays this awesome bad guy. Um, the <laughs> I have this written down. So he the the opening scene where you see where you get introduced to the bad guy, a limo pulls up to like this this big skyscraper building. Richard. Um, 
a Richard Dawson, whose name is Killian in the movie, <laughs> great, great bad guy name. Uh, Richard uh, Killian gets out of the gets out of the limo. He's waving at all his fans. Hey, everybody, hello, blah blah blah. Then he gets inside of the skyscraper office building, and now his tone has changed, and he's much more serious. And he's walking over to an elevator, talking to his assistant, and this old this little old man janitor. Um, is mopping the floor and hits Killian in the foot with his mop by accident. <laughs> and the the little old man like knows what he did and he's like, Oh my god, sir, I'm so sorry. And and Killian, Richard Dawson, is is just like, Oh hey, you know what? That's okay. What's your name? Bob? Okay. Hey, nice to meet you, man. Bob, you know, have a good day. Da da da. Then <laughs> Killian then turns the corner and gets into the elevator with his assistant. He turns to her and says Brenda, if that asshole's mopping the floor tomorrow, you'll be mopping it the rest of the week. <laughs> and the, and the, the elevator doors close, and they go upstairs. <laughs> he, uh, he's a he's a he's a tremendous bad guy. Um, then randomly, Jesse the Body Ventura is in the movie. Um, I think I've already said this on here before. My real name being Jesse. When I was a kid, my nickname was Jesse the Body. So I thought Jesse the Body Ventura was awesome, and I loved pro wrestling. And just like him and Arnold in the same movie was just like a wicked combo for me. Um, and there, oh man, there, there's a fight scene between Jesse the Body Ventura and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it like it's like a, it's like a fake fight, but then like uh, Jesse Ventura ends up like killing Arnold. Like it's 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 crazy, dude. Like as a as a kid, I like I like lost it. But let me uh, let me get into. The, the, the actual the actual stalkers of the the running man show so like I said Killian Killian is the main bad guy he's the host of the show um, the stalkers you got hang on, I, don't, I, I got them written down you know what I don't need it stalkers you got sub-zero you got buzzsaw you got Dynamo you got fireball and then you got uh, Jesse Ventura who is retired as Captain Freedom all right I'm gonna go down the list of the stalkers here and this is this is all freehand, too. <laughs> this is something I wish I would have looked up, but I didn't. So, okay, Sub-Zero is has, like, a goalie gimmick. He's, like, a big, big husky brother. Um, has a goalie stick with, like, blades and stuff on it. Arnold, Arnold ends up killing him with uh, wrapping barbed wire around his neck and, like, kind of, like, strangling him, also cutting his throat, like, at the same time. And Arnold's line when he finishes Sub-Zero is... Hey Killian, here's Sub Zero. Now Plane Zero. <laughs> that was his. Uh, that was his big one-liner. Was Sub Zero. Um, up next, the next stalker was Buzzsaw, like huge, like awesome-looking, like powerlifter dude, with like I think he's got like a like a black like kind of like see-through tank top on, <laughs> like and uh, like bleach blonde, like buzz cut. Just looks like a complete psychopath. Uh, his name's Buzzsaw, so his weapon of choice is a chainsaw, and he always has, like, goggles and, like, earmuffs on, and he just looks awesome. Oh, and he, he rides a motorcycle, too. Uh, what is it? Arnold and him get into a, get into fisticuffs. They're going at it with the chainsaw back and forth. Arnold ends up overpowering Buzzsaw and kind of, like, turns the chainsaw, like, upside down and then cuts him up, like, through his nuts <laughs> and, like, kind of, like, it's insisting, like, Arnold cuts him in half, and then his line with that one was, someone goes, Hayes, where's Buzzsaw? And Arnold says, he had to split. That was his That was his one-liner with Buzzsaw. Uh, up next is Dynamo. I don't even really know. 
Dynamo is a tough one to explain. He is another big heavyset brother, and he sings opera music, and he's he's dressed like um, uh, what were those things called? Kind of like like yeah, like a light bright. Like he uh, he has like a big kind of I think it's like a white outfit and almost like a Trojan looking helmet, but the whole thing is like lit up. Like, a, like if it had, like, light brights, like, stuck into it. <laughs> so, oh, and he drives, like, uh, when I was a little kid, I had, like, before they had, like, not remote control cars, but, like, there was just this little, like, Tonka-looking thing, I would, Tonka truck-looking thing I would get into, and you could, like, drive it, and it, like, I could drive it as, like, you know, a 10-year-old, 12-year-old kid. And, but the battery lasted for about 15 minutes. You had to like, and then you had to like plug it in and charge it for three hours for it to run for like 15 minutes. But, uh, so Dynamo drives around in a thing that looks like my Tonka truck from when I, when I was a kid. <laughs> so he drives, oh yeah. So he, he, he drives around, he's lit up, he sings opera and he shoots late. Uh, he has in his suit, he has lasers that he shoots out of his, um, like out of his hands. <laughs> so, uh, what is it? Arnold doesn't kill him. So it's in the movie, the baby faces, you got Arnold, uh, two guys are with them. And then there's a girl. They're like the contestants of the show. And the girl ends up killing Dynamo. There's a lot of nut shots in this movie. Um, I remember that as a kid, like thinking to myself, like, wow, that's like people are getting hit in the balls like a lot. <laughs> and uh, that's how uh, Dynamo goes after the girl and she kicks him in the balls and then turns sprinklers on and he gets electrocuted. So that's, uh, damn, you know what? She has a one-liner she uses with Dynamo, and I don't know it. So uh, if you want to get at me at e at, on email and yell at me about it, it's a slice of cinema at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, always reach out to me. Hit me up there, guys. I'm going to keep rolling here. Uh, okay, after Dynamo is Fireball. Fireball is an older-looking gentleman. He's got gray hair. He's got glasses. He's not jacked, <laughs> when, and he has like a tight gray suit. And as a kid, if you weren't jacked up, you just you just didn't do much for me in like the ass kicking era. Um, so yeah, Fireball. He had like a jetpack. He could fly, and he had a flamethrower. And I wasn't too into him as a kid. And even like, <laughs> even kind of like more of a bummer. Like when Arnold kills him, he just kind of like outsmarts him. Like Arnold's like in the ceiling and he like pulls the dude's uh pulls the dude's like hose out of his like flamethrower and then oh and then has the has the line of how about a light and throws a stick of dynamite at the guy <laughs> or, not a, not a stick of dynamite like a, like a flame like a torch throws it at the guy and blows up fireball <laughs> um, then dude the best one is uh so Jesse Ventura's in the movie as I move around and make noise um. Jesse Ventura's in the movie. Jesse Ventura is a retired stalker. And the gimmick they do is that Arnold's killing all the stalkers. Um, there's a crowd that watches the show. They're usually cheering for the stalkers. They've now turned and they're cheering for Arnold because he's doing so great. Um, so they they decide to bring Jesse Ventura, Captain, Captain Freedom, out of retirement. But what they do is they... Man, I, <laughs> <laughs> Try to think if I can think of the technological words to use. They like kind of like they take like clips of like Arnold's like other fights with the stalkers and they splice them in with like fights that Captain Freedom has had. So that it's kind of like almost like a CGI kind of thing where they like have a 
Captain Freedom fight Arnold, but it's not real. So then it looks like it ends up looking like uh, Captain Freedom kills Arnold, which is just a wild. Like, you know, when you were a kid, like Arnold always wins in the end and all that stuff. And like, dude, Captain Freedom, like throws him into like a wall of spikes. It, like he like Captain Freedom, like breaks the girl's neck and like throws her into barb wire. Like it's really, it's really nasty. <laughs> but um, yeah, so then, uh, so that ends up just being like, kind of like a fake thing. I, I, as many times as I've seen this movie, I never realized that, yeah, Jesse Ventura never dies in the movie. He, he just kind of goes away. Yeah. Sorry. That just, uh, that really threw me through a loop there. I, <laughs> um, I do want to talk about the music. The, the music is a really big part of the movie. Um, it here, I'm going to play it through my phone and I'm sure it's going to sound great. <laughs> It gives the movie like a really eerie tone, like a really like eerie like sci-fi tone, you know, kind of like um, kind of like Blade uh, like Blade Runner, like you know, it gives the movie a certain vibe. It you know, it's electronic, it's like synthy, um, anything. Like I love new wave, dark wave, Depeche Mode, uh, New Order, Pet Shop Boys, all that stuff. Especially when it has like an eerie kind of tone to it. And like the the score in this movie is just it's badass. It, it's it's stuck with me like ever since a kid. Ever since I was a kid, there's um there's like really like cool like dark kind of scenes too where the 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 game show the Running Man has uh these these like has like dancers like kind of like you know WCW stuff the Nitro Girls. Um, so the Running Man has these dancers and they're like a lot. Sometimes they're dressed real dark and like. The um the tone of the show's like changing because all the stalkers are dying and like it's it's there's like these weird scenes of the girls like dancing to like eerie music. Like it's it's cool, man. It it gives it it like I said, it gives the movie like a, a certain vibe. Um Yeah, that's about it I wanted to talk about as far as the actual movie goes. Like like all right, I mean <laughs> one more really cool part for me. Uh, I don't think this is gonna convince anybody to put anybody over the top of the movie, but um at the beginning, Arnold breaks out of jail, and they. Um, this is just showing what a big Arnold fan I am. Uh, Arnold breaks out of jail. Uh, Arnold has a beard because he was in jail, so he looks awesome. And he meets up with the, these un, this underground like resistance, and they give him some uh, some like street clothes so he can you know he can get by. So they they kind of like dressed him up like a construction worker. He's wearing like a yellow hard hat, hard ass beard a big world gym sweater, like sweatshirt with like the neck cut out, uh, suspenders and like big, like jeans or like cargo pants for like construction work, you know, construction boots. He's got gloves. He's got a lunch pail. I think yeah, he's chomping on a cigar. I've tried to recreate that look for a Halloween costume a couple times. And I just can't put it together. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's, that's one of the, uh, my favorite parts of the movie. I got to remember to say, uh, I hope to see everybody in November. Uh, November 27th, if you are in or around the Buffalo, New York area, I'm going to be showing my favorite movie of all time, 1987's Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
Uh, I rented out. I'm doing a watch, hosting a watch along. I rented out a cool venue in Buffalo, New York called The Screening Room. It's in the Niagara Falls Boulevard Mall. We're doing it Sunday, November 27th. Movie will start at 7 p.m. Uh, tickets are $25, but if you use promo code BLADE, all, ca- all caps, B-L-A-D-E, uh, that'll knock it down to 20 bucks. And there you can always reach out to me. So if you were listening earlier, I also realized that I said the name, the email wrong. <laughs> the email to this podcast is actually a slice of cinema podcast at gmail.com. I forgot to add podcast earlier. You could also reach out to me on Instagram at Blade of Buffalo or Twitter at the Blade of Buffalo. Both are verified. And uh, also, don't forget to leave a review uh, iTunes. Give us five stars. Your comments and ratings will help us grow as a podcast. All right, this was a really good time. I'm looking forward to talking more about movies. And uh, take care and enjoy. Enjoy.